in the morning. When you want the news, you need the front page every hour on the press box. Nothing's writing on this except the uh, First Amendment, the Constitution, freedom of the press, and maybe the future of the country. Not that any of that matters. And now, the news. John Madden passed away yesterday at the age of 85. He the most influential person in the history of football? That's a really good question. He transcended generations with different things. First as a player, as a coach, as a broadcaster, the video games. There are, I'd guess... Caliendo. Exactly, yeah. Caliendo was... Actually, he was pretty upset yesterday. Um, But there are... How many people out there had no clue who he was except for the video game? Yeah, probably a lot. Oh, I can't even I, the, imagine how the, many kids had no clue he was a broadcaster or, yeah. or a coach. Well, he, that's the thing is it's like Hall of Fame, like Hall of Fame broadcaster after Hall of Fame coach yeah. after pretty good career as a football. Like you can't, there's not a lot of guys do that. Oh, no, no. Amazing career. Is it weird that the, uh, the player I associate with John Madden as a commentator is Brett Favre? No, like for whatever reason, like he when I think, Brett Favre. like when I think of John Madden calling a game, it's just, oh, just John Brett Madden Favre calling games. the game. Yeah, it's yes. just Brett Favre yes. games. Yes, like that's just the only game I yeah, think he, he ever and called. Yeah, he and Summerall in Lambeau yeah. with uh, with Favre as the quarterback. That's spot on. It's and spot on. Troy Aikman to a lesser extent, but yeah, yes, Favre is the yeah Favre's yeah. the first one that pops yes. in my head, and then the second one is Troy Aikman eating the damn turkey. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that I was mean, the, my entire like the '90s growing up was just watching Troy Aikman eat a turkey. The bus, um, everything about him, everything about well, him was amazing. The bus, he, he literally was in multiple films as John Madden. Yes, <laughs> and one of them was Little Giants, where he literally shows up in the Madden in the bus, bus. In the Madden bus, would you be able to do that? What? Just travel from city to city in a bus. Now, obviously, look, it had a bed at a bathroom. It was, we say bus, but it was like it's a, a mini hotel um, because, you know, he had an aversion to flying. I get that. Um, so, but it, those were, some, those are some long trips. How many people are on this bus with me? Well, someone's, someone's driving you. Um, let's say two other people. I think I can do that. Okay. Yeah. One of the other people is me. No, I'm out. <laughs> I'm getting over this fear of flying. Let's stop on a plane. I'll be C-42 on Southwest before I get on that bus. Have you ever driven in like an RV before? Yeah. God, what a nightmare that'd be if you were driving an RV. I've slept in one. Okay. But never driven in one. Okay. A lot of wind related. Uh, you're getting a, you're getting a lot of wind sometimes yeah. that you're like, am, am I going to tip over? Am I going to tip yeah. over? Yeah. I hope I don't tip over. It's not ideal. We, uh, my dad at one point rented an RV when we lived in Mississippi and we drove to Iowa in an RV. That and is the worst vacation I have ever oh, heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a nightmare. Um, and I had to drive part of the way. It, yeah, not great. We've thought of renting, you know, the ones you see on the, the highways all the time, rent me, you know, those yeah. ones you just rent and uh, drive, I don't know, to Montana or somewhere, but. I get the look about me driving that at all. That big of a rig. <laughs> no chance. There's no chance I'd be allowed to do that. The funniest thing is we left at like three in the morning or something like that. We got pulled over like at three thirty because <laughs> the cop was like, why is there an RV on the road at three thirty in the morning in middle of nowhere, Mississippi? They have to be smuggling drugs somewhere. <laughs> that was beautiful. 
post. Next question. Standing in your corner. Next question. Bruce Arians <laughs> tested positive for COVID. Uh, I am curious. What do you think's worse? You lose your head coach, you lose a quarterback, or you lose an entire position group. We'll say offensive line or secondary. Like, what's more detrimental to your team? You can't tell me who the quarterback is. Yeah, whatever team you want. Yeah, you can do starting quarterback. Yeah, let's yeah. just end with the starting yeah, yeah. quarterback. Starting quarterback. All right. So you get your backup, but you'd still rather lose your head coach. I'd rather or your lose entire my head coach. Oh, of the, or I'll tell you what. I'd rather lose the head coach than the entire position group or the quarterback. Yeah, I would too. I mean, the coordinators. If you can't take over for one game, what are you, what are you doing with yourself? Look at Stott last night. Hell, both of Bruce Arians' coordinators might get hired away this offseason. Yeah, exactly. So, They're already interviewing yeah. for jobs. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, because I. I assume I actually I don't actually know this. Are coaches under the same protocols now as players? Like can Bruce Arians come back in five days if he doesn't have symptoms? I would assume. I don't remember reading that specifically that. in the I would uh guideline. I mean, yesterday. why wouldn't they? I think they don't they have a separate um it's not a union, but it's like a trade organization. Don't they have a Oh, the representative. That is a good point because this not was represented by the players. Yeah, because this was the NFL and NFLPA were the ones that agreed to the new guidelines or protocols. So, you you might which, be right. Which going back to Madden is the reason why Bill Belichick has never been in a Madden video game because he refuses to join the trade organization <laughs> of the coaches. Probably the smart one. I'm out. He's losing money. Tom Brady was warned by the NFL for throwing a tablet. I saw this. Saw the. Did you see it? Yeah. So yeah, he said he said he'd be fined if he throws another tablet. He threw it on the sideline when they were getting shut out by the Saints two weeks ago. Sounds familiar, Ed. Sounds like yes, you watching the Dodgers. I know. Throwing tablets around. Well, throwing remotes, remotes not yeah. tablets. Well, yeah, but you remotes. don't you don't yeah, have the tablet thing. in your hand. If you yeah. did, it'd be thrown too. No one's finding me. I just keep throwing them. No one's gonna find. No one's me gonna find house. you in your house. Nah, they're all asleep. <laughs> they don't. They don't care if I. They know. What You're I'm telling me your wife wouldn't be super PO'd that you. Well, like, she already is. That you threw the tablet. The point of this you conversation. You threw the iPad. Is if you're fined, you have to have money to pay it. Ah, yeah, no, so, no, no, no. That's good I point. have no money, so she could find me all I want, and if she wants, and I'd be like, all right, well, go to your it's- account. <laughs> And somehow take the money out and put it somewhere else because I don't have any money. It's so like, you can find yeah. me. In fact, I'd laugh at the fine. I'd be like, it's, yeah, sure. Find me whatever the hell you it's want. It's like when debt collectors call me. All right, cool. Yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa. Should you be fine for throwing a tablet? Well, who's the tablet belong to? It doesn't belong to him. That's the team tablet. It's I mean, also sponsored. Yeah. So but like, if he wants to throw a tablet, he can throw an iPad, but he better not throw that Microsoft Surface. But isn't that better for Microsoft? Oh, because it's getting... Because uh, it's literally, hey, he threw it, well, and yeah. it still works. Well, yeah, it might be better work. because no one before this probably even knew that it was, it was sponsored. Right. Well, it's like when, no when Aaron, Aaron Rodgers threw in a couple years ago, and that's like a famed popular gif where he just throws the tablet in front of him, right? We pay more attention to the tablets when they get thrown than any other yeah. time. So I just like, if he if he had thrown his helmet, he's not getting a call, right? No. Okay. No. So what's the difference? Well, I think he might need his helmet. They might need the tablet. He's got to learn and see how the hell I mean, to take some Bill Bel- more Didn't Bill Belichick throw, like literally like toss the tablet aside and ask for like printouts of pictures? Did he? I vaguely recall this. I will look it up. That is one of my like 10 years ago favorite things. Quarterback on the sideline flipping through the screenshots. Yes. Like, yeah. we can't get him a video. Yeah, We're just going to exactly. show you the screenshot. We Aikman it did that all the time. 17 frames yes. of this play. Aikman did that all the yes. time. And, and Manning did that. I remember those guys <laughs> doing that. 
That's crafty wording right there. I give you credit. Yep. UCLA pulled out of the Holiday Bowl less than five hours before kickoff. The game was supposed to kick off yesterday at 5 p.m. UCLA backed out at 12.30 due to COVID issues. But the most interesting detail to me is that no one apparently knew UCLA might have right. COVID issues to back out. NC State's coach Especially yesterday, NC State, who they yeah, were supposed to play. Said they didn't have a... They, they knew that UCLA had some guys that had tested positive, but that they had stayed behind, right? That this was an issue before. He did not know they had potential issues when they got to uh, the Holiday Bowl. So NC State, they found out less than five hours before, oh, we're not playing a game today. So... I tend to tend to give benefit of the doubt with people in COVID and having to cancel things because it's out of their control. But it does seem like there was well, wouldn't could have been a little bit more communication. I mean, even if you're not telling NC State directly, I would expect you to tell the bowl officials like, hey, we might have an issue here. You might want to let them know. We don't know. We're going to have to wait. (laughs) I felt bad. I saw Petco uh, made up as a football stadium. It looks great. And then now you have to just redo it and take it all down. Yeah. No game played. All right. In 2016, Bill Belichick says it's a personal decision that he is switching back to paper from the tablets. <laughs> he said, as you've probably noticed, I'm done with the tablets. They're just too undependable for me. I'm going to stick with pictures. <laughs> I just can't take it anymore. It's a personal decision. I like how he's yeah. got to frame that like it's a personal. Yeah, it's a big deal. What do you think? Jimmy Garoppolo has a significant right thumb injury. Curious to see what the 49ers practice and injury report is today. Uh, They do play Houston this weekend. So you would assume, even though the Houston Texans just beat the Chargers, but you would assume Trey Lance at quarterback, the 49ers can beat the Houston Texans. But they're in the middle of a playoff push. They're fighting with the Eagles and Saints and somebody else I can't remember for one of those last two playoff spots in the NFC. And they might not have their quarterback. Is it a big deal? You think? Uh, I want to see Trey be, Lance play. I was gonna say, do you think there's gonna be a drop off from Jimmy Garoppolo to Trey Lance? Not the way he's played lately. Yeah. So John Lynch, leave him there. Wait a minute, I didn't say that. What happened? <laughs> I accidentally liked. I it accidentally Christmas liked. Eve mass. <laughs> exactly. I uh, I'm I'm very curious because I would love to see Trey Lance play. I would too. Because the here's the absolutely fascinating part. Best case scenario for us. Trey Lance plays against the uh, Texans and looks awesome. And the 49ers have a legitimate decision to make on who their quarterback is for week 18 and then their playoff game. I'd love to see Trey Lance be awesome and then Trey Lance start the rest of the season and and in the playoffs. I think if he's healthy, they'd go Jimmy G. I do too. But Trey Lance is really good. Yeah. I want to know. I want to see him play. I mean, I don't want the guy, the other guy to be hurt really bad, but I want to see this guy play. Why wouldn't you? I got to guess again. Okay, how come Ben Halen songs don't have lyrics until like 30 seconds in? Again, the game, the band is named after the guitar. That sounds different from the last one, so I got to go David Lee Roth. That's a different guy. Oh, it's the same guy? No, I don't believe you. I don't believe that. Have these all been Sammy Hagar? No? You've, you've just guessed Sammy Hagar the entire time. Yeah, and I only missed one. I'm the, I think they've all been Sammy Hagar until that one. Nah. No, I think they've all been Sammy Hagar. I think they have. I'm pretty confident they've I all been not, Sammy Hagar. I don't know if I've heard of David Lee Roth. There hasn't been. They've all been Sammy Hagar. 
I know which he, one you're going to play. He caught on. He caught on to my ruse very quickly. Oh, hold it on. only took him an hour. Hold on. Are you? You could tell me right now that David Lee Roth was never an actual singer, and <laughs> I would not no. have. An, I would not be any no. wiser. No. You could tell me that he was like the drummer or something like that this entire time. <laughs> no, he's not Phil Collins. Didn't that guy sing too? Yeah, but famously he was the drummer who sang. That seems logistically difficult. Yeet. Okay. Anyway, where did they put him on stage? In a drum kit. Yeah, but does he does he get to be in the front or is he like most drummers <laughs> in the back? Did he have a mic on his like he has like a Anyway, I don't care where the mic is. Where is he on stage when they perform? Where the drummer is. Yeah. Where the drummer is. So the lead singer's just in the back, right? I'd put him in front and center. Well, I think with, with the drums? I, I think yeah. If singing? I recall correctly, Genesis, they're like everyone kind of got to sing. So like on his songs, he would just be drumming while singing. What the hell is Genesis? <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Coming up next. <laughs> is Canada going to give the NHL issues with actually finishing this season? It's the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas, 1100 AM and 100.9 FM. This is the same band you've been playing the whole time? Yep. Anybody going to sing? Yeah, you can't even tell me it's Van Halen and guitar because that's not a guitar. The name it after the keyboardist for this one? Oh my god, there's still no lyrics. Jesus, Van Halen. No, 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 no. You gotta give it, you gotta give it about a minute and a half. Apparently. You gotta give it, oh yeah. He knows it's gonna be over. We're giving away David Lee Roth tickets later in the show to figure out what caller number. I'm guessing who's singing certain Van Halen songs throughout the show. We're up to caller number four at the moment. David Lee Roth. Oh, are they all going to be Sammy Hagar? No, now I've, I have to call an audible on my oh. my original plan. Yes, my original plan was that you wouldn't catch on to the fact that I played nothing but Sammy Hagar songs, and there would be one one listener, one listener who would be like, "Well, none of these are you. Why, why are you you're doing nothing but Sammy Hagar songs for David Lee Roth tickets?" There are people who actually care about this. Not me. Yeah, no, you, <laughs> not me. No, no, no. A vast majority of our listeners do not give a bleep. I have a, a question. Who was first? Sammy Hagar or David Lee Roth? David Lee Roth. Did Sammy Hagar sing songs that David Lee Roth originally sang, like when they would go on tour? Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Just curious. Yeah. I know. They have. They curious. actually. They actually had a third singer, but I'm not going to play any of that that singer's album because it was bad. Who's considered better? That's the ultimate. Oh, that's like a question. That's yeah. like a big debate. Okay. That's why I'm doing this is to piss off the one Van Halen song, like Van Halen fan in our listener base, so that they're like, you need to be, you stop playing Van Hagar. Oh boy, do they call it that? Yes. Oh, yes. this is good. I like learning about this fandom now. This is good. <laughs> this is like when I watched all the Star Wars and then discovered everyone who likes Star Wars actually hates all the Star Wars. It's great. Fandoms suck. Um, I have a, I have a question for you, Ed. We have uh, spent quite a bit of time on this show talking about 
uh, the show alone that you watched last yes. night. Yes. Where they drop you off in some remote location. You yes. get to take 10 items, and whoever survives the longest wins half a million dollars. Right. Still can't believe it's only half a million dollars. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It that does, it does seem well, and it's sad because okay, so let's say it's there's a guy named Roki this year, and they introduce and they each they introduce ten, the, the first two episodes are introducing five and then five, so you know who all the people are, right? It's an hour long show, so Roki they'll introduce him, he'll be out in the wild, but then they'll go back and they have filmed something with his family just to show you who this guy is and and you know what he does for a living to a person. Everyone always says, I think it's, I mean, look, $500,000, no one's arguing with it. It's a lot of money. But when they say what they're going to do with it, like Bonnie and I are always all, are like, do they know how much 500000 is and how fast that literally could go? Depending on what they say they're doing with yeah. it. You know, I mean, that's, you, you don't feel bad for them, but you're like, man, you just said a lot of things that cost a lot more than $500,000. <laughs> so I agree with you. If you saw what some of them go through to try to survive. Right. It's ridiculous, and I would have said a million. Because I, because yeah, I think even even if I was outdoorsman survivalist that could do that, I might say n- no. You're only paying me five hundred thousand yeah. dollars. No. Well, I think if you were outdoorsman slash survivalist, they would be like, we don't want you on the show because all of your footage would be just like, yeah, I made my tent in a tree and. I've caught yeah. 17 fish. I have them drying in the sun. And The okay. leaders in the clubhouse are always those from Alaska. That's how they always. have to live, right? That's I just mean, they, they, that's just... There's a guy last night because the the, the, bait, and the main thing is the seclusion and being alone. It gets to people, that's as a, you think. I yeah. just told you last yeah. segment I'm taking a Game yeah. Boy. Yeah. Okay, well, no, you're not. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess... With Why not? Ten... All right. Here's the thing. You get to take 10 items. Yes. What ten essential right. things are we taking that I can't sneak a Game Boy in like here? As knife, long as knife, knife oh, has got to be number tent, one. Tent, yeah. uh, sleeping bag, yeah. pillow. Does pillow um, count? Pillow, with your sleeping maybe you bag? don't need. A lot of them use the moss. They sleep on leaves and moss. All right. Okay, so sleeping bag is all right. So we're up sleeping to three. three. You, you have said rope. You said everybody takes bow and arrow. Yes. All right. So yes, bow and I've arrow not is seen four. anyone without a bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. I I think rope. You need like um, Jared. Give me the name of the thing that can start the fire without flint. you starting. Uh, yeah, fire start. Well, flint. Flint okay. is one, but uh, fire. Some I take bring it, a. Some don't. Like the Alaskans who started fire their whole lives without it, <laughs> they don't take it. Others take it. Okay, because uh, you have to have the fire. Something like, to right start away. fire. See, I would be. I'd be. I'd take um one of the weld like welder things that like you how you light a butane torch um a striker. Okay. Something to start fire. I don't care yes, what it no, is. You have but to, something you have to, have to start a fire. fire. You have to have a fire. What else are we taking that's so important I can't I take mean, a Game Boy? I've never gone on. If you go on their website, they give you each contestant and what their 10 items were. I've never done that. All right. I'm on it. But I've never done they that. They don't make a see. big deal out of this on the show? On the 10 items? Yeah. No, they just say that you're, they just say they're allowed to take 10 items. Oh, never, I, this is the most interesting part to me. They never say What exactly 10 items did he take? What, what ten, They never say what exactly What did you say the guy's it. name was? I would make every Well, contestant. it doesn't matter. Just it's, it's Supposedly they do every one and they say which which items that they... Uh, which items they take. I would make every... Con- that, that would be like episode one. Meet the to contestant. Us, and here's my 10 items. Okay. And here's why I brought them. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Tyler. Your one of the items they suggest you bring are boots. Wait, okay. wait, wait. Your clothes don't count. Apparently, no. your clothes don't count. I mean, your clothes count as yes. one of yes. the ten items. Yes. Oh, all right. This is making things more difficult. So, I mean, we're talking jacket, a big jacket, boots. So wait, wait, underwear. wait. Underwear is on the list. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So all right. I'm not taking a Game Boy. Now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sleeping bag has to be one. Okay, but if you had to quarantine in China, if you're going to play in the uh, the Olympics, you're telling me <laughs> that clothes don't count, right? Mm-mm. Not according to the website. No, that's those are the items. All right, here we go. Here's Matt's ten items: bow and arrow, fishing line and hooks, knife, saw, sleeping bag, paracord. What's that? Pot, water that's bottle. Rope. Food ration snare wire. Okay. He okay. has no so, clothes. All right, so clothes apparently. Okay, all right, so, well, then and, I'm confused by this. And the other thing that is absolutely that you have to have is the pot because you have to boil the water. All right, so we're, we're up to like six items here. What's food ration? You can just take I think it has, I think it has to be like free, No, I think it has to be like freeze-dried, like a ration. Have you, well, I'm have, under the impression I can take whatever the hell I want. Okay, like well, if no, I hold want on, to hold take on, a hold bag on, of food ration? Hold on, there's a, there's a forbidden list. You are not allowed to bring... Fuel, lighters or matches, bug spray, which would technically also be fuel, fuel, uh, sunscreen, chapstick, prescription transition lens sunglasses. <laughs> That's eyeglasses, a very specific one. <laughs> goggles, beauty products, a map, or a compass. Anything with a battery or an engine. Oh, wait. So I can't take my so Game Boy. So see you later, Game Boy. Oh. Uh, firearms of any kind, explosives, ammunition, poison, professional fishing rods. That's why they don't bring right. them. Those they are banned. Um, Wait, Matt's got fishing rod on here. Fishing line. Oh, fishing line. They line. make the line so and then they cut. The, he's got they line. Cut the wood, he, yeah, or yeah. they just go with the line and the lure. You're gotcha. not allowed to bring a crossbow. Well, yeah. That, okay. You're not allowed to bring a propane lantern or a boat. <laughs> oh, guy last night made a boat. Made a boat. You're not allowed to bring a cooler. To go where? To go out on the lake and try to fish, to get deeper into the lake and try to fish. He made the boat, and what a shock. He was from Alaska. What's he had never made one. He goes, oh, I've never made one. Started cutting down the, the, the trees and making a boat. Made a great boat, put his tarp in it, totally worked, and he's going to be out in the middle of, uh, middle of the lake uh, fishing. I, I, it's amazing what some of these people can do. Now, on this one, it says no spray. On this one, they allowed bear spray. They allowed that. No, the, yeah, that's a that's one of the things that they're like, yeah, all right, you. That's one of the, okay. your items you're allowed to bring. Yeah, well, you have to on this one. Keep the, the bears, bears away. The bears have gotten close. <laughs> I, I'm two episodes into season eight, <laughs> the bears and the grizzlies have gotten close. One guy saw a grizzly, which you don't. You can see. only bring nine arrows. Oh, okay. One, one. I mean, you can read in the first arrow. episode, which you don't want to see. The guy was about six hundred yards from a grizzly and her pups. Oh yeah, no, like nope, that's nope. like you get the heck out of the way at that point because she will. Is that where they put him? That's where they put him. Well, oh, they're that all. Guy got I mean, screwed. there's so many bears. No, there's so many bears uh, in this one setting. They're all they're all seeing them. So they're the grizzlies are everywhere. So it's not like one person got lucky and they're not seeing them. What they really want to see, obviously, is deer. And then take the arrow out, and then you have food for... Like, this guy last night almost cried because he caught a uh, trout. Because it's food for three days. Got the head off, made stew. You can, yeah. You can use the you fish for, the like, head. three days. And for three days off a fish there, you're saying, okay, I'm surviving for three more days. I think I could talk him into letting me take a Game Boy. No. Because <laughs> they don't want you to take battery stuff because they don't want you to, like, I don't know, have some advantage of... <laughs> lighting things i don't know but if i'm like hey i'm just gonna play it my game boy while i'm bored <laughs> yeah i'm sure they're I, I, yeah i'm sure they're gonna be like that'll make for riveting television Great television <laughs> not gonna be boring. and now we cut back to tyler who is currently on level three of super <laughs> mario land <laughs> <laughs> hey i'd be angry i'd throw the game the game boy end up, up against a <laughs> yeah, tree you'd be brady throwing yeah. stuff all right coming up next jason fitz joins the show <laughs> 
Oh, Jason should be good at this. Jason Fitz joins us now. Jason, we are giving away oh, he'll know it. He'll tickets know it. to go see David Lee Roth here in Vegas. And throughout the show, to figure out what caller number we're going to take, uh, I am guessing whether it's a Sammy Hagar or David Lee Roth Van Halen song. The key is I know <laughs> nothing about the two of them. Um, so you can help us out here. Is this Sammy Hagar or David Lee Roth Van Halen? It's definitely Sammy Hagar. Uh, definitely Sammy Hagar. Don't even need to hear the lyrics. <laughs> he, needed two, he needed two notes. <laughs> Name that tune. I mean, uh, Jared, I will no, agree. No, but here's the thing. I, I, can I, can I, I'll be honest with you. Take totally off the rails up the beginning. I was listening to Dave, David Lee Roth. I was listening to the radio the other day, and a David Lee Roth vocal came on. And, like, y'all, there's a weirdness when you're in the studio to just feel free. Like, not everybody can, you know? And, like, just to go for something. And you listen to David Lee Roth singing and just like the way he's talking to himself on the vocals and yelling at himself and scatting while he's doing like that takes a level of self-confident. Like I don't give a, you know what, when you're behind a microphone that everybody thinks they have, but it's it, like, it just hits different. They call it red light syndrome in Nashville all the time where some guys are great players, but the minute you start a recording, they just, they get really cautious because you're afraid to make a mistake or afraid to look stupid. I listened to that vocal and I was like, golly, I have no idea what it feels like to have the level of confidence that David Lee Roth has in those vocals that he sings. Like, don't even listen to whether or not he can sing. Listen to just what he's doing and ask yourself if you'd have the you-know-what's to do that at a karaoke bar, nonetheless, in front of a recording that lasts forever. I, 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 it gained a lot of respect, so it's funny you mentioned all right, I have an important question for you, Jason. You are driving in your car, playing whatever your favorite song is, and you are singing at the top of your lungs. You pull up to a red light. Do you stop? No. In fact, I go louder. And two, there's, <laughs> so there's two good examples of this. I decided I was going to try and sing Living on a Prayer once at, at a Preds wow. game. The National Predators put a band up in between periods. And when they were selling, the team had no money. And I knew the, the people of the organization pretty well. And so they're like, hey, can you put a band together for every show? Or for every game, we can't we can't pay, but we'll give you free tickets. So I would get a band together, guys that all like hockey, and we'd there watching games. And during the first period, we'd be like, all right, what covers do we all know? So we decided one night we were going to do Living on a Prayer, which I've sung on a car a million times, but it requires John Bon Jovi has a much higher voice than I've ever had. I thought I'd go for it. And, like, man, I went for it, and I was like the really high, wow! And I went for it, and voice cracked, and I, I turned 13, and it happened to be like a sold-out 17,000 people there game. And, like, and the whole band just stopped and looked at me, and in, in the microphone, I'm like, yeah, it happened. Let's go. I mean, I, there's nothing else you can say. And, and then the other I would tell you is that to, uh, the Air Supply, Making Love Out of Nothing at All, is a, is a jam. I don't care what anybody says. I like to listen to it at the absolute highest volume possible. And I have I have horrified my friends and family. If I stop at a red light, I'm turning, I'm rolling the windows down, and I'm turning the whole song up because I need the world to hear that I am listening to Air Supply in that moment. Do you point at like other like people? Like, do you point at them while you're singing? Oh yeah, point at them. Maybe give them a nod, like because they're looking <laughs> at you. So you might as well you might as well just go. In fact, I was I was Christmas shopping and had my Air AirPods in as I was walking around Christmas shopping. And I was standing in line, and a lady next to me in line was like, you have a really pretty voice. I didn't realize I was singing loud enough for the world to hear, but you know what? They were getting me singing Christmas. I do not care what anybody thinks. When the spirit hits you, sing. Would you have known Bon Jovi if he didn't say it? Me? Yeah. Uh, what? No. Okay. I'm no. glad. Jason, I have zero knowledge yeah. of, of movies or music. So, no, I have, I have no idea half the time who Jared or Ed reference on this show. <laughs> 
there is so much work to be done. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, that, don't worry. We can get through it one step at a time. I'll tell you, though, you don't have to remain, uh, you know, isolated on this. Like, there's this thing called Spotify and this thing called Netflix, and you can just dive in. Like, off-season, make some time, dive in, just start, start somewhere and, and see where it takes you. I will say, though, those 80s records that were so influential to me, many of them do not hold up well. So I cannot promise you will enjoy the entirety of the listening experience. I, I liked Warren at the time. Now I listen back and I'm like, this was a really bad band. Really bad. Yeah. Speaking of isolation, uh, so now the NFL says, ah, you don't really need to test negative anymore. You can test positive, and as long as your temperature's not 101, we'll let you play. Uh, Raider fans are saying, oh, we got screwed again. He's going to have to play, although it does mean their guys are going to be back. So what do you make of the NFL continuing to change these protocols and saying, you know what, we just need the good players on the field? Yeah, see, that's what everybody needs to remember. Like, Raiders fans now are so deep in their fields and conspiracies that y'all have done with, like, like, I've got that buddy, and we all have that buddy that thinks that we didn't land on the moon. Like, that person that you can no longer give logic to and you yell at, if you're buying that the the rules were changed just to screw the Raiders, you would become, we didn't land on the moon guy. And I'll tell you why. Number one, long before they changed the policy, I think the middle of last week, we were getting rumblings from our insiders that, hey, the CDC might change their policies. And the minute the CDC changes their policies, the NFL will jump on the opportunity to do it. Why? Because they need these games to be played. And Raiders fans need to look at the facts here. This is the most important fact that you could possibly look at to, to absolutely discredit conspiracy theories of The most important thing is the Thanksgiving Day game. It set historic television numbers, numbers they have not seen since the early 90s, the type of numbers that actually change everything in the way you do business. And for anybody that doesn't know, like the way TV numbers work, if you don't hit a certain low mark, you have to actually give money back to sponsors and say, my bad, sorry, we didn't get the viewers we thought. If you hit a certain high mark, you might even get bonuses depending on the contract. So the TV money is everything with your partners. And the Raiders-Cowboys game set a new Thanksgiving record. Why? Because people watch the Raiders and everybody knows that. The league knows that. The only thing that there's a conspiracy theory on here is player health and safety because the league doesn't care about that. They care about making money. And realistically, if the, if the, if the NFL could have their way and can make any choice right now between all of the seven seeds that we're talking about, like if they had to choose between the Chargers sneaking in with the seven or the Ravens getting the seven seed or the Dolphins getting the seven seed, they would do cartwheels to see the Raiders get the seventh seed in the playoffs because it means for once people would actually watch the seventh seed game. Like that's the game that gets buried on ESPN that does the worst numbers of all of them every year. ESPN would kill. And I can tell you this with knowledge, ESPN would love to see the Raiders in the playoffs because it makes everybody money. And that's what like conspiracy theorists here thinking that they changed the rules. Like it wasn't Jonathan Taylor that was going to be out. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz doesn't matter to the Colts. Like, Jonathan Taylor is the guy you got to stop for running for 250 yards on Sunday. So, everybody's lost their minds, and they've all lost logic. Uh, as a Raiders fan, who would you rather play if Wentz is out, Sam Ellinger or Phillip Rivers? Oh, Sam. I'd rather play Sam. Like, Phillip Rivers coming in with, with like, Fat Phillip is still going to be better than I've been in the facility, Fat Sam. Phillip. Like, that's just – I mean, well, I mean, let's let's face it. Like he was getting a little chunky at the end, right? Like he comes in, he knows the offense, and the hardest part about Philip Rivers knowing the offense is that Frank Reich knows Philip Rivers too. Like it would take no work for the coaching staff to just go back and do like the whatever it is, like the edit undo, edit undo on all the new things they put in the playbook, and just go back <laughs> to what they had before. But ultimately, I'm not sure that the three of us couldn't play quarterback because again, 
all they're going to do for this entire game is hand off to Jonathan Taylor, who's playing as well right now as Derrick Henry was playing last year when everybody thought he should have been an MVP candidate. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is having one of those years where you know you're going to stop him. The problem is if you put everybody in the box to stop him, which is what you have to do, and he breaks through one tackle, which is what he's capable of doing, now he gets this 70-yard touchdown, which is what he's done the last couple of weeks. So there is no good system that will stop Jonathan Taylor. Carson Wentz doesn't matter all right, I got to ask you, uh, probably not as a player, but as a coach, and I know he won a Super Bowl, uh, had all 10 winning seasons as a broadcaster, was amazing, and is the video game king. What do you think Madden should be? If you had to pick one, what should he be remembered for? Uh, I think he will be remembered for the, the, the video game element of it. And, you know, I sat on a tour bus a few years ago with a former NFL head coach that had had one too many beers, and he flat out admitted that sometimes he was playing Madden, and he'd be like, I like this play. I'm going to see if uh, the guys want to run it. And he would just bring it into the offense. Like, that's real. And I've got friends that have come to me and said, how do I learn the NFL? And like, how do I learn about the game? And I always tell them, take the Madden tutorial that shows you how to play the game. Because it tells you, hey, if you see two safeties, that's too high. And you need to audible to this. But Madden teaches football. And that's the legacy. Like, Madden, Madden the, the man, taught football for the Raiders. He taught football to the world as a broadcaster. And he's teaching football to future generations as part of the video game. I think – his legacy is as a teacher and grower of the game bigger than anything. As a Raiders fan, his legacy is obviously, you know, what, what it means for uh, the Raiders and, and what he meant historically to so many of us and to our, our grandparents and our dads and the stories that came down. Like, uh, Raiders fan is, fandom is rooted generationally, and he's a huge part of that. But for the entire world, it's about the teaching of football, and I don't know that anybody's ever done it or will do it better than he did. All right, before we let you go, I do want to get your picks for the college football semifinal. Who you got? Uh, I think Alabama is going to beat Cincinnati, but it's a better game than anybody wants it to be. It's strength on strength. Like, Cincinnati's got a couple of corners that are going to play in the NFL, and we all know Alabama's got, obviously, wide receivers that are going to play in the NFL. So the question is, uh, you know, how do the lines hold up? And if I have to take one line over the other, I'm always going to take Alabama over Cincinnati size-wise. That's an easy one. The hard one is if you'd asked me before the SEC championship game, Michigan didn't stand a chance against Georgia. I just can't get the awful, awful stink of what we saw Alabama do to that Georgia defensive line out of my brain. It reminds me a little Michigan. I think it was back in 2018 where Michigan looked great, and then you realized at the end that maybe they just hadn't been playing good enough quality enough opponents, even though they had talent. So I think that game's tougher, but I think whichever strangely, again, they'll talk too much about quarterbacks, Whichever quarterback throws the least wins that football game because it means that that's the team that's running the football effectively. I'm, I'm, I'm going towards Georgia in that game. Like I think Georgia wins that game, but I, I would not be surprised at all to see a Michigan-Alabama final. All right. He's Jason Fitz from ESPN. Jason, as always, we appreciate it. I'll try to learn who Van Halen is. I just learned he's the guitarist today. Uh Okay, so much work to do. You know, I'm gonna go drink. Today. That's what I'm gonna do now. Yeah. I mean, but, but so much work. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. How disgusted was he? With I'm that glad I disappointed comment. him. I'm glad that you, that was your dismount. Yes, yeah. yes. I just just learned it. It's great. And Phil Collins sang while he drummed, or maybe he didn't. I don't know. I'm still confused. You said everybody sang. All right, Golden Knights tickets. They play. Oh, no, okay. We're doing that. The Nashville Predators, January fourth. Hopefully. 702-364-1100 is the phone number if you want to go watch the Golden Knights take on the Predators. 702-364-1100. We'll take caller number 12 at 702-364-1100. You'll get a pair of tickets 
see the Golden Knights take on the Nashville Predators. You're sitting in the press box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Follow them on Twitter at Ed Graney and Bischoff underscore Tyler. Jerry Jones. What's wrong? Um, I think this is Sammy Hagar or David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth. Yeah, let's go. We are up to seven next hour. We have tickets to go see David Lee Roth at the House of Blues. We'll give those away. As of now, it'll be caller number seven until I correctly guess a few more David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar songs. Um, I have two things for you, Ed. First off, a tweet from Super 70 Sports that says, Today I learned Manute Bowl wore 31 by 50 pants. (laughs) What? Manute bowl. His waist was 31 inches around. The pants had to be 50 inches long. Oh. <laughs> Good segment. I, I don't, I don't, even, I don't know. even know what the like, sponsors like, are. Yeah. I, I mean, Can I someone guess, measure Taco Fall? I was going to say, yeah. Good, good idea. I guess my these are custom made. I don't think Nike's shipping any 3150s on a No, no he's just the guy who buys unhimmed pants and is just like, these fit fine. 31 by 50. That's insane. You know 31 insane? is incredibly skinny. You know what's more insane? What? It's 20 below on uh, alone last night, and a guy cut off the sleeves of his shirt to act tough. What? Yeah. Sound, that does sound dumb. That guy's not winning. No, that guy's not winning. He, no he, wanted act, he wanted to act tough. No chance. That's the that's the lineman when it's snowing that comes out to warm up without yes. a shirt on. Quickly, the other thing you want to do is here, come in overweight. Yeah. You come in skinny, there's just no chance. I mean, they're even fat they, up. Oh, you have to because, you know, and this guy was pushing 250, 260 shirt guy. So maybe he does have a chance. Shirt guy. So, but you come in skinny <laughs> and you can't hunt, forget about it. For those of you that might have missed the earlier part of our show, we have been discussing. <laughs> no, 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 no. They should have been listening. The show alone throughout the day where they just drop 10 people off in apparently barren Canada yes, yes. and say, good luck. Whoever lasts, whoever lasts the longest gets half a million dollars. And this guy cut off his sleeves. Yeah. So this is, this is what the, did he, did he use the cutoff fabric for anything? First of all, he said, let me make it a hat. And he put it on his head like a bean. He goes, no, that doesn't work. Then he was going to make, which is totally stupid. I don't know if this guy's smart enough to win it. He said, maybe there'll be arm warmers. It's like, well, if they're arm warmers, why'd you cut the sleeves yeah, off? Then, then they're sleeves. Yeah, exactly. That was weird. And he took them off. He goes, I'll find something to do with them. And he goes, now it's what? time to go fish. And then he went out in cold weather to fish. And then, how about this? I, this guy can't be smart enough to win. On his side, he wasn't hunting well. And he saw on the other side, um, he goes, maybe if I go over there, it will improve. In water that was freezing, he swam over, took his shirt off, had just like some shorts on, swam over to the other side, got to the other side and goes, no, this doesn't look as good as where I'm at, and swam back. <laughs> so I'm not putting this guy in <laughs> the lead. What are supposed to be talking I, I'm, about? I'm not putting this guy in the lead of the clubhouse to win, uh, but he's, he's still there. I think they're in day, last night we left him off at day like 9 or 10. And he was still around. He was still How many? Around. And only the only the guy who had a heart attack has dropped out. Yeah, so there's far? nine left. There's nine left. How long would you last? Oh, not at all. I had to build a shelter with like cutting down trees. Are you crazy? <laughs> they the, what happens? They're left off by a boat, and then they wave goodbye to the boat, 
That boat would I, we wouldn't be out of sight. I'm tapping out. I'm like, get back here. Get out of your mind. I'm not staying here. I saw a bear seven thousand feet away. Get back here. Let's go. Get back. Turn around. Turn around. How long do you think you could last? Twenty four hours. Okay. All right. I mean, I think I could last a. Considering I've been homeless before, <laughs> I I, th- I think I could probably us. yeah I think I could us. probably outlast it. Yeah, but for half a million dollars, it's not enough money. I mean, I'm telling you, it's not I, enough. I, I'm I, I do it for twenty grand. I know you would, but <laughs> I'm stunned it's half. I mean, the show Survivor gives you a million dollars, right? And they and it's not even they're in Fiji. Yet. They're, well, they're in Fiji with TV cameras, and, right? And when they're they're voted off, from what I understand, they go to a nice five star hotel. They do, yeah. yes. I mean, so. like Survivor's more about like it's a games and your relationships with people, so they vote right. for you or vote with you or whatever. They're yeah, not actually no surviving as much as this show. Right. They get a million bucks on Survivor. Hell, second place might get five hundred thousand. The first round of the college football playoffs is happening New Year's Eve, starting with Alabama versus Cincinnati, followed by Georgia and Michigan. Listen at 1130 on ESPN Las Vegas.